welcome to Truth Be Told, a weekly broadcast brought to you by Brother Edwards, the mail carrier for the Lord. I am the evangelist for the church with no walls. You are his church. Upon this rock I'll build my church is the statement that he made. And that statement he made was about his church being built upon the confession that he was the son of the living God. And when you make that confession, he begins to build his church in you. We just gather at the building to worship, sing praises, and lift up our prayers for brothers and sisters and to just come together and enjoy his fellowship. But you are the church. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for bringing us through another day. We pray that you will feed us the daily bread that we need from the word of God. We ask, Father, that you lead us not into temptation, Father, and that you will forgive us of our sins, Father. And we thank you for this word that you have left for us, that we may know how to please you and what we are supposed to be doing while we're here. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's get right into the first temptation, chapter 3 of Genesis. The first temptation and the sin of Man's fall from perfection, man and woman's first steps into sin is what we're talking about. We look at verses 1 through 6, and the Bible says this. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Now, just uh, for clarity here now, He says that uh, the Bible teaches us that we're not to add or take away from the word of God. Now, Eve had not heard or read the Bible like we have. That's why it's such a terrible thing for us uh, as Bible readers, Bible believers, Bible practicers uh, to uh, not get into the kingdom of God because of our stubbornness. Uh, The one time that uh, we need to not be stubborn is now. Uh, But he says, watch this. And the woman saw, that's the lust of the eyes, saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. So you got the lust of the uh, flesh, the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh. And watch this. And a tree to be desired to make one wise in the pride of life. So she took it. So when you, all three of those elements fall into place, watch this. She took of the fruit thereof and did 
eat and gave it also to her husband which with her and he did eat now listen this woman just quoted what god said and then added something yes but she added not to touch now you know she could have been sarcastic say oh he don't even want you to touch the tree i don't know but my point is this even though she knew what she was not what she was not supposed to do and what she was supposed to do once she saw that the tree was good for food now remember god already told you what you can eat and what you don't eat everything in there was good okay she now saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of it. Once she saw, listen, what me, saw means she, the devil brought it to her attention. How could you not see that it was beautiful? You already knew that it was good for food because God didn't told you that, but he said don't touch it. So it was good food, but not good for food, okay? So it was a sin. It may have been the best tasting fruit on the planet. I don't know. But God says don't bother this particular tree and that it was pleasant to her eyes. So but once you get to that point where you, you've told yourself this is good, this is pleasant, and I'm wanting because it's going to make me better, well, <clears throat> you, you, you're going to sin. So here, here we have... A lesson for us. We are not to conversate with the devil. Okay? So when you are being confronted with suggestive, enticing, and tempting thoughts, okay, you got to bring those thoughts under subjection. You, When you're entertaining, harboring, and discussing the suggestive thoughts, see, and then the, the doubting, doubting the consequences of God's word. I want to make sure we, we understand this. You all, all of us are going to be confronted with suggestive, enticing, and tempting thoughts. You, you can't control what's going through your brain. I know there's a lot of powerful people out there who say they can. No, God will give you the ability to bring those thoughts under subjection, meaning that you can bring them under control by what? getting them out of your head how do i get them out of my head well i pray i replace them with something from god if god doesn't want them in there surely he's going to give you something or a means not to become victim to it so what i what eve did was she was confronted with suggestive and enticing and tempting thoughts now the serpent was more subtle than any beast. I'm rereading verse 1, chapter 3 of Genesis. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Yea, shall not eat of every tree of the garden. I mean, excuse me, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. <clears throat> Listen, he's causing her to doubt. Now, 
this tree, the tree, he says, it's a tree in the midst of the garden. And that's the one we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to bother. Okay, so let's see if we can go back and see. He formed man out of the dust in chapter 2, verse 7. And I want to reread that. And Adam gave all the names to everybody. And he says, now, now, then we get over here to where we are now. So I've gone, I'm, I'm, I'm scanning through uh, my uh, word here, Bible, so that the, we can, I want to read that instruction. I should have been prepared, uh, but I'm not. <laughs> uh, see, costly. Uh, I'm right at it, I know. Okay, now, he said, <clears throat> eating of the fruit, first charge, and the Lord God took man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, of every tree of the garden, Thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in that day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Hmm. You know what's really getting me, uh, brothers and sisters? As I've, I'm, I'm seeing something that I've never even thought about before here with you, and I got to double check it when I get off the air. But <clears throat> what I was trying to see is when she told Satan, he said we can eat of every fruit, a tree, and eat the fruit from every tree in the garden, and, and uh, except the tree in the middle of the garden. And I'm looking here, and it says, The tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, and that day thou eatest of it, thou shalt surely die. Now, because I know Revelation speaks of the, the tree in the middle of the garden being a tree of, of life. And I'm, I, I got to really, you know, we may, I may have seen, God may reveal something to me that you have already seen before I, uh, but I get excited when um, something comes across me when I'm reading the Bible. Uh, yeah, he says, you shall surely die. He just says, when you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. And uh, so now if we if we go all the way down to where God's judgment, we can find uh, where he, can, he mentions that tree because he didn't want them to go and uh, partake of it because you will then you will be living in a sinful world forever because once you sin and you eat the tree of life and you live forever well then sin will be living forever and God been wanting to wipe out sin uh, for a long time but we keep making alliances meaning uh, us people of God we keep making alliances with sin so God can't 
uh, can't get rid of it like he wants to. And surely in the Garden of Eden, if we if you eat of the fruit, then you sin and you live forever. Oh, my God, that would have been a world that we would not have wanted to live in. And that's why God rescued us with his son, Jesus Christ. But the first thing he had to do was get us away from the tree of life so that we wouldn't eat it and then live forever in a sinful world. God wants us to live in a perfect world with him. He wants to to love us and, and take care of us and, and guide us and nurture us and bless us uh, with all of his, his, his heavenly uh, blessings. But uh, what we have to do is we have to resist those temptations. See, what we really need to uh, be careful <clears throat> is that we don't forget this. Anything that Satan tells you is a lie. Okay, remember that. I don't care. Okay, if if Satan tells you anything, it's a lie. He's the father of lies. He cannot tell you truth. So everything that comes to you that is not truth is Satan. He's going to cause you to have doubt. He does it to us all the time. Okay. We have families that have broken up because we can't resist that temptation. Because remember, first you have uh, the, the thought, don't you? You have the thought now. We we have to think about that. We're, we're contemplating. Uh, we, we're going through a process of do I want it? Do we need it? And Satan is there. He's talking with you. And what you're doing is you are having a conversation with someone who, yes, has been defeated, but you didn't defeat him. Jesus defeated him. So you need to be along with Jesus uh, and let Jesus fight Satan for you and keep Satan away from you because you and I are no match uh, for Satan. We're we just not. That's just, a, that's just a fact. I mean, that's why we have Jesus because we can't fight Satan ourselves. We couldn't even keep the Ten Commandments. So that's why he, he put him in one. So what we need to do is remember that everything the serpent, Satan, tells us is a lie. So let's go this down these steps one more time. Here, here's the temptation now. First, you're being confronted with suggestive, enticing, and tempting thoughts. Step two, entertaining, harboring, and discussing the suggestive thoughts. Doubting the consequences of God's word and then thinking that one will be more fulfilled, that one will gain a benefit more. Now, that's when you he, he got you. He, he's making you doubt God. He's enticing you with those words and you're entertaining him by talking with him about him. Or in our case, we think about it more and more. And then he says, for God doesn't know in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and ye shall be as God's little g. ODS, knowing good and evil. You're looking and desiring now, and you're lusting. And step six, you will be, step six, you will be committing the sin, taking and eating the forbidding fruit. And then step seven, you'll be leading others to sin, being the stumbling block. So those are those are seven steps, okay, uh, that we have. This is remember, this is chapter three. And we're looking at verses one through six of the book of Genesis, uh, because Satan is—he's—he's a—he's a—he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, a master at his game. 
And since the world is full of lawlessness and crime and immorality, adultery, drugs, drunkenness, lying, stealing, cheating, greed, covetousness, extravagance, indulgence, murder, assaults, war, all kinds of sin and evil. That's why Satan is able to do what he can do because he has such a broad playing field. But you and I who have committed our lives to Christ, we've been baptized and born again. We may not be perfect, but we serve a perfect God. But I want to remind you, anytime Satan tells you anything, it's a lie. Remember, don't question it. If Satan tells you to do it, it's a lie. So if Satan says, oh, it's okay for you to... Uh, 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 commit adultery when you're married it's okay for you to have an affair or it's called adultery in the bible it's okay well he's lying to you because god says it's not okay if you're getting ready to fornicate that means you're going to make have intercourse or sex with somebody without being married to them that's wrong i don't care what your feelings are it's wrong because god says don't fornicate if you get ready to lie and and, and god says don't lie so you know it's satan satan is lying to you he always lies he's the father of lies we will take up this again uh we're going to do a little bit more uh of, on chapter three uh because i believe that chapter three is very important because it is the fall of man one and two everything was good and then all of a sudden we get over here and we know the word and we know it and we've heard it we read it we understand it i'm talking about us now but yet we don't do it so we're going to see that this is nothing new we have have always been disobedient to God. That is the problem with us today. We are disobedient. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, you're my strength and my redeemer. Thank you all for tuning in. God bless you overseas. God bless you, big brother on the road. And I pray that if you're ever in the Boscay Farms area, you stop in on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for Bible class and for 10.30 a.m. for worship. If you're through here on Wednesdays, we meet at 6.30. Also, on Sunday evenings, we're now meeting at 5 o'clock, meeting a little earlier uh, so that we can uh, accommodate a few more of our brothers and sisters. Thank you so much. Have a blessed and wonderful day.